finicky salon. How about that? So Christopher Antez is here in the building looking handsome. Look at you, Chris. I am here, finally. Finally. After your long, month-long march to the championship. We also have Emily Jean Calhoun here to update us with some of our latest and greatest breaking news. Oh, man. Emily... Okay, so before we get to championship, Emily, we have two two things that happened. We were supposed to do this like a couple days ago. So what I want to talk about quickly our Russell Wilson update. But first, uh, Emily, we just got done talking to Chris about this. We just got puked on so much. No, 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 no. I, people don't want to hear. No, we have to kick the pot off about all the puke. Chris, have, have I not been saying people do not want to hear about this? Julian, please do not talk about this. Pew, 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 There was, we're driving home. This was, so we were supposed to record this like an hour ago. We're driving home. We're so close. We were so close to being home. And I hear the fabled words uh, from the back of Cal saying, I don't feel so good. And, and just, just enough time to turn around to see so much puke, just a hose of puke. And it wasn't like where he put his hand over it and kind of threw up on himself. He sprayed it. He sprayed it forward. He sprayed it sideways. He definitely threw up on his sister. She didn't like that. So then while he's throwing up, she's screaming at him. And Emily just said to keep driving the car. Oh, it was really, really ugly. It's, it was bad, Chris. Bad. It was really bad. And the back seats aren't the, like, straight-up seats. They're the, like, fold-up seats that you that are in minivans. So, like, there's so many crevasses that were just not... It was so full. When we stopped the car, there was standing water. Yeah, so the, the back seat is not, like, flat, like a... Like a mm -hmm back to bottom 90 degree angle it's more like a an 80 degree angle where it's like angled upwards a little bit yeah and yeah like in the back corner it was like a standing pool of like five inches of just shitty barf just so bad so gross I told you, I told you people don't want to hear and then, so And then we, we got all the kids out, and I swear to God, there was standing water in the seat. We got everything, and then by the time we came back to the car, the standing water was gone, which means it had drained into the car now. Now it's part of the car. We got his... So when we stopped, so we stopped like six blocks before home because I was like, oh my God, we have to get Bennett out of there. And we have to get something onto that. Oh, because she was yelling, oh, now he puked. So now I'm going to puke. So we got Bennett into the front seat. And we drove home with Bennett on Julian's seat, lap in the passenger seat. And I pulled out some sweaters from the trunk and stuffed them 
into where I like where the the puddle was and I thought it would absorb it all but unfortunately it, it didn't absorb at all we need to wear more clothes that are made of towels yeah. that would have been really helpful why are you talking about this? This is so embarrassing. It's so gross. I had to tell somebody. Amazing. It was so wow. much, so much puke. Anyway, um, car's fine now. Probably, maybe. I don't know. If I if I back the car up and find puke on the ground, like it soaked all the way through the car and went to underneath the car, I would only be half surprised. You open up the trunk, it comes out of the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm going to open up a compartment like a year from now and find some puke. Um, outside of that, uh, Emily, about almost a year ago, uh, you were talking to us about how scummy and bad Russell Wilson was. And it seemed, Chris, did you see the news about Russell Wilson's uh, next, uh, I guess, his, the next worst thing he's done? I have not. I have heard oh, nothing. Oh, yes. we need the news. Chris works too much. Tell us what happened. Um, okay. Well, yeah, there was just an investigative report published about. Um, so the investigative report was into all the recent Walter Payton Manny Man of the Year award winners because they all started their own charities, and it was kind of looking at like, what are these charities doing? How are they doing? And the report was, I think, generally just trying to look at what are they helping and where is the money going? And it ended up culminating in this like crazy bombshell of Russell Wilson's foundation donates to actual charitable activities roughly 24 cents on the dollar of what it brings in, which is like way, way below the average charity. What? Yeah. Um, even, even charities that are notoriously low in terms of what they give versus their overhead, like the lowest general threshold is like 50 cents on the dollar. Like that's, that's a low threshold. And so to have it be 24 cents on the dollar, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty bad look. Oh, it's horrible. Wow. For the, there's all these pictures of him holding these checks for like the Seattle Children's and it's like $2.6 million. And they're like, yeah, Seattle Children's sells $78,000 of that when it's all said and done. And you're like, what? I will say, I will say. So I listened to an interview this morning with um, the author of the investigative report. His name is Jason Wolf, and he works for uh, like a subsidiary of UC USA Today, and I think it's like a publication in Arizona. But he, like, his intention was just to look at all of the winners of the Walter Payton Manning of the. Well, why do I keep saying Manning? Walter Payton, Man of the Year Award winners and see what they're doing. And he said, like, the vast dif difference is that, like, the other winners who started their charities and maybe they didn't accomplish what they wanted to or their charities weren't able to give what they intended to because there are a lot of overhead costs to running a charity, is once they saw that, like, oh, okay, my charity is only able to give 50 cents on the dollar or 60 cents on the dollar. This is just a waste of time and money. They kind of moved away from it and they moved their efforts and they moved their funding over to 
area, like they moved away from it. They shut, some of them have shut down their quote unquote charities that were actually run mm. by for-profit companies. And they moved it to more like authentic avenues to, to genuinely giving back. Whereas he said the difference with Russell Wilson is that he seems to be leaning into it. Like year after year, it continues to get lower and lower. Like his first year in like 2015 or whatever, it was giving back 60 cents on the dollar and it just continues to decline. And he just keeps leaning into that, um, which is what he said was a red flag. And I, I just thought that was interesting. Oh, wow. It's not a good look. Is he pocketing the money or is it like going to like employees of the charity or? Yeah. So the biggest thing is uh, the ratio of salaries versus donations. So none of it is going to him, but his highest paid employees who are making six figures happen to also be employees of the quote Russ and Sierra house office. Oh, wow. LLC. So, yeah, it's very, like, uh, a lot of nepotism, friends of the family. Just yeah. Like, yeah. So, it's it's not a great look. Bad. It's a bad wow. look. So, anyway, that keeps happening. Um, that's it for breaking news. Um, Chris. Oh, did you hear about that other thing with, with Sean, uh, Sean Payton? No. Russell Tell me more. Um, I briefly read this article. I'm loving this he, Russell Wilson gossip. He was, talk, he, he was talking about like uh, champagne was coming in, and then you know how um, Russell Wilson ha- has all these like personal trainers and doctors or something like that. Yeah, champagne. I think he's like, yeah, that they're they're not a part of the Broncos like organization. They're not going to be oh. anywhere I'm at. Poor Jake <laughs> keeps. Poor Jay keeps. Jay keeps. <laughs> Such a nice guy. What a good backup quarterback. Followed Russ, and now he's gonna get thrown out by Sean Payton. <laughs> well, maybe he can find a job with the uh, the Why Not You Foundation. That's true. What, what if? I mean, he was a backup quarterback at one point. We could bring back Jay Keeps. I'm sure he's learned a lot since then. Um. All right. Well, that's uh, that's that for uh, Russell Wilson and Puke Corner. Um, Chris, before we talk about your one-month journey to the uh, championship, uh, anything new in L.A. that we need to know about? I feel like you're our L.A. correspondent right now. It's been a while. Mm, well, I've been working a lot. Ooh, tell me more. <laughs> Just, uh, I mean, the voice is kind of weird. It's uh, it's changing. It's Blake's last season. <gasps> They're trying to crank some stuff out. And a lot of rumors are swirling. It's like, once Blake leaves, it's like, not we'll see though. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what, Why would, what else is Blake going to do? Cooking shows? Probably. He actually has a, a show shooting in Nashville that some of my colleagues are on called uh, Barmageddon. Duh. You, you actually would love that show. I do like bar stuff. <laughs> I do like bar stuff. It's basically uh-huh. just playing bar games in his bar. With celebrities. Oh, holy like, shit. Yeah. I have seen commercials for Barmageddon. That's yeah. what he's going to go do now? Well, he's that has on his side, but he also wants to just focus on being at home in Oklahoma and doing music. I don't know what it feels like to make that much money to not have to worry about things anymore. I'm just going to go play bar games for the rest of my life. 
Well, that's not so bad. Okay. okay. Emily, is there anything else in pop culture? Are you cool to stay around for the football stuff? Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, I went and got my sweater. That's true. You've got a sweater. You're here for the long run. Okay. Well, we're going to dive in, Chris. Do you want... Oh, shit. It's not the right side. No. God. Sorry. It's been a while. All right. There we go. We're going to dive into week 17 and just take a look down memory lane of what it took for you. You were down by 12. Put yourself in the mindset. Down by 12. You, uh, you got your, your Mac Jones and your Gardner Minshew. I'm sure you think this is Chris. He's maybe next week. And over here is JP and his powerhouse quarterback combo, Trevor Lawrence and Dak Prescott. Really, you got obliterated by, I mean, it's kind of shocking that you didn't. Stefan Diggs obviously didn't get anything because it was canceled. Travis Kelsey only got four points. Uh, it, it was really just linebacker, defense, kicker, you know, and that Honestly, was. I, I feel on that week because that unknown guy. Oh my God, and DK, that was when DK got zero points against the yeah. Jets. There was that the unknown uh, quarterback for the Raiders. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, this guy hasn't started a game ever. So I took out Devontae Adams. That's right. Oh, let's look at the bench. Oh, there he is. 28 points. Yeah. That's right. And Jamal Williams, 21 points. Yeah. Oh, man. You could have had this right there. You could have ended it week one to stomp on him. I was only down by 12. That's true. So, week 18, the next week. Yeah, that's right. And then week 18, yeah, that's right. You came back. The quarterback story was a little bit different. It Uh, was. Actually, it was never mind. All you guys kind of this just real trash performances actually by quarterbacks all around. But um, where you succeeded was you got your linebacker going, and Harrison Butker came back with twenty two points. Oh yeah, that one. Uh, that helped me. I think my uh, offsite was uh, I I couldn't stay away from DK Metcalf. You know what? I have was, to look at it this. It was him and Terry McLaren. That was but that was my biggest. Your your championship player that wasn't a linebacker or a kicker was actually Jamal Williams. Yes. He had 21 was. points in week 17 and 19 points in week 18. That is a that's your championship MVP right there. Even though if you didn't play him the first week, Jamal Williams Jamal Williams is the reason you won the finicky championship. <laughs> that's kind of mind-blowing. Or tied it at least. Yeah, or at least tied it. Right. And then, yeah. And then yeah, it was all did you so? How did you feel going into your uh, Bengals versus Bills? Did you feel like you had a chance? I feel I felt like the I think the underdog always had a always has a fighter's chance. But once I saw the snow, I was like, "Oh no, this is." <laughs> yeah, you feel like you're playing. In, if you're at the Bills and it's snowing, yeah. you feel like it's got to be their game. I was like, "Oh, so the, the script is out." It's snowing. Uh, Demar is in the building. It's uh, all right. Here we go. And then the Bengals, I think, scored right off the bat. Like, I think uh, within like two minutes they scored the first touchdown. I was like, oh, hold on. Here we go. Well, I talked about it. You know, I always thought that ever since they lost Von Miller, that it was over for the Bills because their pass rush wasn't the same. But even in that game. 
Everyone's saying now that their pass rush, for some reason, and I don't know if this is a thing, was the snow slowed the pass rush, and it gave the Bengals' not-so-great offensive line a chance against mm-hmm. that pass rush. And then, fast forward, then they go to, you know, play the Chiefs, and... I mean, it wasn't great weather there, but it wasn't the same thing. And yeah, just the pass rush, Burrow didn't have any time. He was getting abused by a bunch of former Seahawks and Carlos Dunlap and Frank Clark. But yeah, the wild thing looking at that game too is uh, it wasn't a blowout or anything. They literally lost on like the last like five minutes of the game. Right. You know? Could have gone either uh, way. Could have gone either way, yeah. Could have gone either way. And yeah, there was, a, I mean, I just know, it, obviously the Von Miller thing still makes sense to me, but yeah, it just felt like, whether it's injury or not, it just didn't feel like uh, Josh Allen really had it the last couple of weeks. I don't know. He just, I feel like he didn't look like that. I'm hurtling linebackers. I'm crushing yeah. fools. Like, I'm afraid of no one. That died like before the playoffs. And I don't really it know seems why. Like it, yeah, he, he wasn't as crisp as he was like throughout the whole season. He, he, it didn't surprise you when he threw an interception. You're like, oh no, here it comes. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess that changed. Emily, you watched all the games with us. Any observations? I don't think I watched all the games with you. Well, you watched, you watched the Bills and Bengals. The Demar game, with the snow, Demar. where no one could see anything. Demar Gate, that's what she was watching. That's right. Emily was there for Demar Gate, and then we watched. Uh, and we watched the Chiefs and Bengals. Of course, I guess we had more people over, and we were like, right. I guess I'm not sure what you mean by all the games. I, I don't Those are the two games. That, the playoff oh, games. Okay. So it was just. So, I don't know. Do you think that? So the Chiefs made it out of the AFC, which is uh, between the Bengals between the Bills, between the Chiefs. Uh, did you feel like the Chiefs were the best of those three teams? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Emily had faith the entire time that the Chiefs were the best team. No, not the entire time. It's just it, it's what happened. That's true. It is what happened. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I had faith the entire time. Like, I was not pulling for them necessarily. I didn't have a dog in the fight. I just... That's what happened. They, I do feel like they were the best. Like, how is that a question? Did you like? What exactly the, is your question? Which team did you think would go to the Super Bowl? Um, I guess I kind of thought the Bengals prior to, but after watching it, I mean, they were calling it. It makes sense that the Chiefs did. They were calling it Burrowhead. You heard that? They were calling the yeah. Chiefs Stadium, which is called Arrowhead. They were yeah. calling it Burrowhead. Like they went in there uh, and yeah. with a head full of steam. And it's like, I don't know, Emily, when a team comes in fully like, this is our place and it's an away game. Do you think that's like, do you bet on that team or bet against that team? Do you feel like the ego's too high or do you feel like these guys are confident for a reason? I don't know. That's a good question because I feel like it, it probably pans out in that kind of scenario 50-50. That's probably true. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you there think about Burrow, Chris? There was a press conference, or not press conference, but there was a, after, who did the Chiefs play before the Bengals? Um, but there was a, they, the they uh, oh, okay. But 
they, they had an interview with one of the like linemen or something. They're like, what do you think about um, your rivalry against the Bengals or something like that? He's like, what? And I remember he words perfectly. He was like, what do you mean rivalry? It's not a rivalry if we always lose. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, they're asking him about. Burrell oh, he was talking about the Ravens then. Yeah, yeah. the Ravens. Ravens got pummeled. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a bummer. Um, all right, so there's that. And then the Niners game, we had the Niners versus the Eagles, which was a blowout. Many would say it, 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 it was what? almost sad, like, watch, watching it. Cause I, you know, watching I John, Johnson get trotted was, out in a fucking playoff Super Bowl clinching game. Just, like, just no fight. Just, it was, wasn't even a game. It was, it was just... It's like, oh, kind of, might as well just turn this off. This. <laughs> I remember, so I have not been quiet. I do not like Brock Purdy. Not at all. And I do not like the Niners. Not at all. I will say I like Brock Purdy before the Niners, but he became a Niner, and now I just can't stand him. And I remember all of that. So do you only dislike him because he's a Niner? Yeah, yeah. If he was a Texan, I'd love him. Uh, so, but the funny thing is, is that... Uh, when Josh Johnson, though, comes out as a Niner to, like, play, he's played for, what, 13, 16 NFL teams? Yeah, 16, yeah. It was the only thing that actually made me be like, wait, do I still want the Niners to lose this game? Like, this is Josh, this is Josh Johnson's only chance to go to the Super Bowl right now. Unless, I don't know who he plays for next year, but, like, Oh, man, I, it was hard. It was hard to root against him. But then he threw an interception, and I was like, yeah. All right, good. Yeah, no, screw those guys. Because, yeah, I hate the Niners. I hate the Niners, and they've been the most butthurt people. You hear they've just been talking trash about the Eagles the, ever since? They're just like, who do you want to win the Super Bowl? They're like, no one. I wish they all die. And they're like, oh, what do you think? Debo is like, yeah. No, I think uh, it's going to be, they're going to totally roll the Eagles. Because the Eagles suck, and we would have beat them by 50. And it's just like, oh, man, now I definitely want the Eagles to win because I want them to eat all their words. The, the kicker, the kicker said that if, uh, uh, what's his face, whoever the quarterback is for the Eagles, if, if he's got to throw the football, then, then you're going to win the game. Like, they're basically, everyone's just, comp- they're, the entire Niners organization is trolling. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's kind of their fault too to only have two quarterbacks when they know when the whole season their their quarterbacks have been getting hurt, and you're only going to put two quarterbacks on your active roster. Exactly. No, the funniest thing I heard. Was, yeah, your third and your third quarterback is Christian McCaffrey, your leading running back. No, the funniest thing I heard was remember when they were like, "No, we're not even going to try to sign Baker." Can you imagine if they had Baker as their backup rather than, oh, I don't know, Josh Johnson? They, I mean, the, the Rams had success with him. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a huge success, but he can actually, like, he's confident in throwing the ball downfield. Had Baker, I mean, Baker. Yeah, Baker had Debo Samuels and all those, and Ted Kittle. Uh, right. And Baker is on his way. I mean, Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson's played for 13, 14 teams. I think Baker Mayfield's probably had four or five offensive coordinators, even though he's played for the same teams. Like, yeah, he's on his way. I think that, yeah, he's going to be a journeyman backup quarterback that always gives him a chance. 
don't know. We'll see what happens with Baker Mayfield. Um, all right, Chris. So, oh, I, I will say one. When Brock Purdy got hurt, I uh, came up with a really cool uh, broke Purdy. I said, broke Purdy? I thought that was pretty funny. That was pretty good. Come on. No, it's kind of funny. It's a little bit funny. It's called bad sportsmanship. I hate it. I'm fine with it. And you know it's not okay. Absolutely okay with it. It's totally fine. We're in the, we're in the garage. It's not the house. Keep it in the garage. Keep it in the garage. Um, all right, Chris, let's talk Super Bowl. Um, Chris Antez. Your brilliance, your great, fantastic knowledge has brought you to this, uh, I mean, this triumph of being the finicky champion. And I know you feel that you wear that glow wherever you go. Uh, you will not be judged if you pick poorly, but I want you to take that excellence that you've got inside of you and say, I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts? Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl on Sunday? Honestly, until someone can beat the Chiefs, they're, you know, they're the automatic favorites. There's, you know, they're they're too good. It's been consistent the last few years. But <laughs> how dare you? But if Jalen Hurts is able to rush consistently and throw. It's it's the the Eagles have more than a fighter's chance if he can like beat him with his legs and also through the air, the dual threat to match Mahomes' uh, style. The Eagles are going to be a pretty uh, a pretty tough challenger. It is a weird Super Bowl to think that both quarterbacks are hurt, but just because of the fact that it's yeah. So Jalen Hurts had a hurt shoulder. That's why Gardner Minshew played a few games. Um, and people are not sure he's fully recovered. And obviously, we watched uh, Patrick Mahomes hurt his ankle. So now it's like he's—it's the complete opposite. Yeah. yeah, it's like well, arm versus leg. It's a quarterback thing. Like, but like, so a funny thing is, I was looking at Super Bowl like, like playoff, like MVP or Super Bowl MVP type of bet bets, and like Miles Sanders would be, like, not a bad bet because, like, if the Eagles are to win this game, they might just run the shit out of the ball. Just, you've got a healthy offensive line. You could just punish that, you know, it's a, it's a good defense. It's not a great defense. But then also, at the same time, Jalen Hurts, he's got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and all of those rookie corners, which I love. Mm-hmm. Like the Jalen and the, the WSU corner. So one of the corners, all the corners right now that are healthy for the Chiefs are all rookies. And one of them is from WSU, so it's hard to root against him. But uh, so like Jalen could either easily just shred all these rookie corners or they could just run the ball constantly. And if I mean, could also just think they do a little bit of both. But. Yeah. I don't know, like, or like, couldn't you see Kenneth Gainwell getting two touchdowns in this stupid game? Like, you know, it's like, it's never just Miles Sanders. I don't know. I, mean, I haven't quite thought about it, but I'm very excited for the bet board aspect of this game. Uh, a lot of props are happening for this. Well, let's walk through our bet board. Let's walk through the bet board right now. If you had a bet board in front of you and you're like, MVP bet, you know, you don't want to put Mahomes because like eight people are going to put Mahomes. Like, wait, what? Yep. 
What would be your bet board pick? <sighs> MVP? Yeah. I mean... I guess, I guess uh, like, like eight, eight out of the last 20 Super Bowls, it's been a non-quarterback MVP. Yeah. But I guess if Mahomes, if the, if the Chiefs win, you've got to think it's Mahomes. Or Kelsey. Kelsey's a good Kelsey's one. I would not lean towards Kelsey. If Chiefs win, I would lean towards A.J. Brown. If the Eagles win. Yeah. Or is it like, is it, or is it like the uh, Seahawks Super Bowl where it's like a Malcolm unknown, Smith? A Malcolm Smith. <laughs> yeah. What is called any unknown player for the for for a team? The Mal- Brandon like Graham has, has eleven sacks in one game. Call it the Malcolm Smith Award. Strip sack fumble for a touchdown. Brandon got thirty five years and torn Achilles of Brandon Graham. Um, okay. Uh, what were other fun fun bets for the squares? Oh, what's your what's going to be the first? Oh, Emily, you get on this. So one of my favorite squares is for the halftime show. First, Rihanna song. It's the first song. It was the first song of the uh, the halftime show. Mm. It's a good Rihanna song for that one. You like Rihanna, right? Yeah, presumably. I, I, I have no idea. If you're Rihanna, imagine you're Rihanna and you're kicking off the halftime show. Would it be Disturbia? Disturbia is a good one, right? Disturbia. That's the only one I know. <laughs> Does does she sing that song from Wakanda Forever? There's a song from I was. I would wonder what the uh, Vegas odds are on the Whopper song. But the Whopper song is pretty good, and I'm sure there'd be a lot of money. Sing the. She definitely sings Umbrella. Ooh. Definitely Umbrella. Umbrella. But it's it's the first song. Like, what is she kicking off with? Mm. How fun. I know this is not, no, I don't even know if that's her. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to put it, I'm going to have to put it with Disturbia just because it's the only, it's the only one I know. So that's going to have to be my pick. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> suck it. The fact that I took the best song. Um, I know there's one where she talked about whips and chains. That's her. I don't know if she would do that on the Super Bowl. So. Yeah. Whips and chains won't break me. Isn't that a lyric from a song that she sings? Am I mixing her up with something? I know. No, no. That, that's what I think. Thank that's you. Fun. Thank you, Chris. See, Chris knows. Chris knows all the Rihanna stuff. Um. Uh, I, I can't place the song. Chris, do you know what song that is from? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of it right now. Ooh. Rihanna songs. Rihanna. I'm not going to at this pod. I think at this point, if someone's still yeah. with me, then they're just still in. There we go. There we go. Let's go, Rihanna. All right. Uh, oh, God. You're right. Maybe she will play the Wakanda Forever song. It's number one on Spotify. Um, She's definitely wait, wait. doing it. Please don't stop the music. Oh, yeah. SNM. SNM is the song with the whips and the chains. Wait. Is she really the person? She's, we found love is her song. Well, then she's got to play that, right? Oh, that's definitely going on. Yeah, that's sure. a really good one. Oh, these are going to be great. Oh, man, I want to change my pick. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the top 10 songs on Spotify. 
And Disturbia is not even on there. How old is Disturbia? Oh. <laughs> you can't scroll, it's only in your top 10. That's it. Man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty excited for We Found Love. She hasn't played We Found Love. I'm gonna be really bummed. You're really bummed about this. You know how they bring out, uh, Ari? You know how she brings, uh, they bring out guests? Yeah. She, who, she gonna, who is she going to bring out? Well, we found love. Isn't that, um, who's the DJ on that? Isn't it like, uh, Calvin? Calvin Harris? Yeah. Maybe. Calvin Harris is coming in. Oh, man, he's just going to, like, touch the spinning tracks a few times. Maybe bring out some Left Shark. It's going to be great. <laughs> The left shark. <laughs> the left shark, is that still cool? If I nail that, it's all here on the pod. I don't know, Chris. What do you think? She does lift me up and just bring... There should just be a giant... And they can't promote Wakanda forever now. The movie's been out for like half a year. She can do Monster, Eminem comes out. Uh, I don't know. So, Emily, what's your... Did you have a first song? You can't, you can't take We Found Love because this is my second pick. This is my, so I have two first picks. Disturbia and We Found Love. Those are my top two picks. Maybe she starts with Umbrella. Ooh, starts with Umbrella. Chris? Mm. Maybe Ponder Replay. She throws it back. Oh, I love Ponder Replay. Yes. I love that. Baby Rihanna. Yeah, you gotta start at the beginning. I've heard this song, I think. You have you, you, Yeah, you probably danced a couple times at Shakers, maybe. Yeah, yeah. to this. <laughs> you know what? Let me go mix myself a really cheap soda with a really cheap vodka, and then I think I've got it. Most likely Potters in the plastic bottle. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, no, no, I just said, okay, here we go. Yeah, I just, I just got a, a $7.99 vodka, half gallon vodka to take a pull, and all of a sudden it's all coming back to me. All right, that's good. All right, Chris, final score, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go at 37, 34. Holy shit, it's a high scoring game. 37, 34, only because I saw this, uh, this is the highest prop bet. Yeah. Vegas right now, plus 8,000. 37, 34 Eagles. Ooh, love it. Emily, what'd you got? Final score of the game. Um, 28, 21 Chiefs. 28, 21 Chiefs. I love it. Um, I'm a, I want to say, I think the Chiefs come in big first half, like 21 to 10. Final score, 33. 31 Chiefs. And I don't like it, but I think they give Mahomes too much time because that's how every game ends. They always give him too much time. Um, I kind of want to finish this pod 
with Rihanna music. So I'm gonna crank it and I'm gonna let Chris, I'm gonna let you finish it out. What, do you Wait, real quick, Chris, when are you coming back to the Northwest? Yeah, when the fuck are you coming back here? I have no idea, actually. No idea. Could be next December, it could be next month. Fix that shit. Do you, <laughs> do you just come up for like holidays and special occasions now? Or do you, yeah, for the most COVID part. Slow down um, your visiting? Actually, I snuck up there during COVID. I know you did. COVID shut, yeah, soon as COVID shut down LA, I went up there. But most of the time it's just like, yeah, December and like special occasions. But who knows, I might be there maybe next month. Well, you better be. We can do it before we cover the draft. We love the draft. <laughs> the good old draft, yes. Um... <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know the next time we'll talk to you, Chris. Uh, do you have any feelings? So we got the Super Bowl, then we got free agency, and then we got the draft. Uh, we can do, do you think, you think Gino's coming back for just the franchise tag or for like big deal? All right, Budweiser, uh, hot take, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, I say Gino does come back and, and with our first pick in the draft, we take a high, the, the highest caliber, uh, defensive person available. All right. All right. Well, we got two first picks. Do you think we spend maybe a second one or a third one or anything? You think we're drafting a quarterback? Do you think we're going all in? I think we do not draft a quarterback with those first two picks. I think we're going to trade, we're going to trade away our second pick for more picks on the back end. Yeah, that sounds like something we do. All right. Well, that has been the Finicky Football Podcast. Chris. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for talking. Thank you for having me. Thanks for winning. Thanks for winning all the finicky. Wait, wait, wait. Does Chris get the green jacket? How do you get the green jacket? He gets it from Zach. Zach's going to give it to him. Right down the street. And the trophy situation? And the trophy situation. All right, very good. All right. I'm just making sure Chris gets his spoils. When you finish with Riata, you don't get the big ending, I guess. All right. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. I can't. Her song ended. I can't. Okay. All right. This has been the Finicky Football okay. Podcast. All right. Thanks, guys. Good Finicky. Right. Congratulations, Chris. It was good to see you. And good night. Good night.